filled with information. Where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! Hey, welcome in. On today's show, an interview with U.S. Representative French Hill about the CARES Act passed a few weeks ago as a relief response to the economic shutdown, plus a special offer for those of you 55 and over. Stay with us. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. And welcome in. Good morning all across the state of Arkansas and streaming on Facebook Live and on YouTube. You've got the Get Ready for the Future show with Scott Inman. Janet Walker and John Shrewsbury. Welcome to have you aboard or glad to have you aboard as we come into almost now five weeks uh, into the uh, shutdown in Arkansas or the beginning of things starting to shut down in Arkansas. And we are going to focus today on investment strategies, uh, especially if you are nearing retirement. We're going to hear, as we mentioned just a moment ago, from U.S. Congressman uh, French Hill to talk a little bit about the CARES Act, how he thinks that's going uh, so far in the implementation of it here in Arkansas. But we're going to start a little bit. I think it would be appropriate since we just came out of Easter weekend to talk a little bit about hope, because I yeah. think that is a big topic when it comes to where we are now as a nation, as a state, uh, four or five weeks into this. It can be very challenging. There's no question about it. If you have stayed healthy, if you have abided by the social distancing rules, you maybe even quarantined yourself, you've got to be thinking, how much longer can we do this, right? And when is this going to be over? And, and I think it's important to distinguish what I think the narrative in the country can be when it comes to the word hope. Sometimes it's it's projected as a wish, basically. Mm-hmm. It's it's just we, we hope that things are going to get better. But hope has to be grounded in faith, as right. we all know at this table. Right. And I think that the faith goes right hand in hand with the hope that we are going to get out of this. And I think a mindset of that really is important when it comes to how you're dealing with this. I, I 100% agree. And I think it's been interesting as I've studied, uh, you know, all of this and, and kind of get consumed by, okay, how do we respond as a company and, and that mm-hmm. type of thing? I think there is an interesting parallel, uh, Janet, to the five stages of grief or loss that, that yeah. people are going through right now where, where there was, you know, just almost uh, a denial of, you know, this was going on and then there was anger and then there is all these stages that you right. go through. And the last stage is acceptance that we are where we are. And so now what do we do with this? And, and, and how do we uh, not only just survive it, but how do we thrive in this? Yeah, it, this is one of the things that we talked with, even with our team about that, you know, you've got to look for what is right, uh, what is good. Uh, I saw a friend of mine who happens to be a pastor. He posted that every uh, every week, once a week with his kids, he asks them, what has coronavirus taken away? And what has it given? Mm. And I think too often we focus on just what it has taken away. And there are lots of positive things that have come from this. And Scott, you talked about faith. Um, you know, we we believe. Obviously, we, as you indicated, the people at this table, we believe in God. We believe He's got us through this. But beyond that, at or not beyond that, it can't go beyond that, right? <laughs> at at a lower level, I will say we believe in the American economy. Mm. We believe. In the American mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And when all of this is said and done and we get to go back to work, I do believe there are going to be a lot of things that change permanently. We're not going back to the way things were. And I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. So I would just encourage you to look for the good and believe in the American people. Mm-hmm. We are at our core a resilient group of people yeah. and we will come through this. And let me say that that change is part of life and as we go through society we're going to be met with challenges that change us i know that you know 9-11 changed a lot of things and 2008 changed a lot of things those are just two that i can think of that i have personally been involved in in this business and helping to uh guide people through the change that was happening and what have you and this is really no different in terms of how you deal with change yeah. and, and certainly there we can get into strategies and things of that nature right. but you just have to have that abiding faith that on the other side of this everything's not only going to be okay it's going to actually be better than it was we've got a special offer 
uh, that we're going to make before the end of this segment. But I, just to kind of piggyback on that, I, I wanted to mention that I spent a little time on Easter watching a couple of different dramatizations of the mm-hmm. life of Christ and the crucifixion and the resurrection. And you talk about perspective there when you think about how life was like back yeah. then at, yeah. at, at the beginning uh, of the the time frame or, or the life of, of Jesus and how if you went out on your fishing boat and you didn't catch any fish you didn't eat right, right. and we're and we're and then I thought about myself and I'm worried about getting toilet paper you know yeah. and I mean yeah. there, there are when you talk about positives in this you know the American life is still even though it may seem more fragile uh, than it did five weeks ago it is still operating we are still getting through and we're going to be on the other side of this before you know it having said that we know that some people are um, having difficulty thinking about spending any money right now, anything above and beyond what it takes uh, to pay the bills that they are still having to pay and put food on the table. But that doesn't change the fact that we know retirement is still coming for all of us. And for those 55 and older, it is coming sooner rather than later. It is. And we want to be sure that those folks actually have access to the information that you need and the guidance that you need to be able to navigate that because I think that it's really uh, almost more critical to a 55 plus year old person right now to get advice than it ever has been right. in the history of, of uh, finance, really. Even in 2001 or 2008, uh, there was some things that you could just kind of hang on to. This is going to be a completely different deal. And so we know that if you make the right moves right now, that you stand a better chance of coming out on the positive side of retirement than you do if you don't have that guidance. And so, so Janet, we want to make a special offer to folks here at GenWealth uh, that if you are out there and you're 55 or older and trying to decide either A, can I retire and do I need to change my retirement plans or B, if you've been laid off and now you are wondering, should I just go ahead and retire? We've got a special offer for those folks. After the interview in the next segment with the congressman, um, in the segment after that, we're actually going to talk about an example where two people retired three months apart and the difference in their retirement impact just from when they retired is tremendous. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. But the reason I mention that now is we know that we're living in a time right now because of what all's going on with the market that the difference between having a plan and not having a plan in retirement can truly make or break your retirement. It is probably more true now than it has been at any other point in your working career that at this point, if you're within a decade of retirement, it is critical that you get a plan that can deal with times like this. So we'll talk about that story later. But as John mentioned, if you are, if you or your spouse are 55 or older, then we are waiving our financial planning fee. John, that's normally a cost of around $1,000, depending on how many assets you have. But that's a ballpark for most families. So, so a $1,000 benefit that you're going to be able to receive at no cost. And we can do that remotely without you having to come into the office. Yeah, we've got the technology in place to be able to work with you uh, over video conference and by email or our exchange of information on secure servers and things of that nature. And so we have overcome the the need to actually sit face-to-face, kneecap-to-kneecap. I know that that feels comfortable. It mm-hmm. feels comfortable to us yep. to be able to do that, and we miss it. It, it is something that has, has been the, the hallmark of, of what right. we do here at GenWealth for a number of years. But it, we are faced with the circumstances that we're faced with, and so we're just going to overcome those circumstances using the assets that we have and the technology that we have. And so if you'd like to take advantage of that opportunity, you can give our office a call, 501-653-7355, or you can email us at info at getreadyforthefuture.com. We would be more than happy to sit down with you and go over the details of how we can actually accomplish that and get you over this hump as far as retirement is concerned in the 55-plus age bracket. If you call that number, 501-653-7355, or if you send the email to info at getreadyforthefuture.com, You'll speak to Anna. She'll get some preliminary information from you and schedule a meeting to give you some time with one of our advisors here at GenWealth. We'll be telling you a little bit more about that offer, but on the other side of the break, it's Congressman French Hill joining us on the program. So stay with us. The Get Ready for the Future show continues after this. If you want the answer, ask the question. 
Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, location, and question, and we'll answer it on the air. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Scott Inman. At Genwealth Financial Advisors, we understand that there should be more to retirement than just the size of your nest egg. Whether it's more time for family, a fresh start, or just stopping and enjoying life, whatever it is for you, we know that your retirement should be more. With offices across Central Arkansas, there is a Genwealth location nearby. Call 501-653-7355 or visit us online to schedule an appointment and harness the power of more. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From Genwealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. What a ride it has been in 2024, investors, and just about everybody, because we've had the fastest bear market in history, and now one of the steepest recoveries ever. Now, after being down about 30% for the year on March 23rd, the market basically moved right straight up and has recovered about half of what it lost in that first steep downturn, Janet. That gain has been nearly 25% at the best 13-day bounce since July of 1938. Yes, it has been a really good run-up. So that brings the question, John, of whether stocks could actually close the year positive. So we want to go to Ryan Dietrich and what he says about this. Again, Ryan Dietrich is the uh, senior market strategist for LPL Research, and he says he says yes, we've seen a historical reversal, you know, from the lows a few weeks ago, and many are now wondering if we could close at a higher point. He says, although anything is is possible, we don't know, you know, what what we're really going to see. He says anything is possible. History isn't on the bull side here, as this would be at the most any year has been down to actually reverse and then still be able to close in the green. So it is possible, but the odds are against it. We've got a chart from LPL Research that I want to reference here. Uh, there are partners on the research side of things here at Genwealth. The most any one year has ever been down and closed higher was back in 2009 when the S&P was down 25% year to date in March and then managed to close higher by more than 23%. Of course, remember that reversal took place in one of the worst bear markets in history. So there is hope there, Janet. There is, but I'll remind everybody too that John, you and I talked about this back when this happened, that that came as a direct result of the change in the mark-to-market yes. rule, you know, as far as accounting and how it was done. And so there was an, an absolute change that prompted that, you know, increase at that point. Absolutely. And then the dual effect right now of the historic monetary and fiscal stimulus that is going on as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic could be enough for to actually stimulate the markets going forward and hopefully hopefully support market prices later in the year for a much needed recovery at this point. Given the possibility that the bear market catalyst might be removed over the next couple of months, we expect the bear market recovery to be relatively swift by its historical standards, potentially faster than the 20-month average and hopefully closer to the non-recession bear market recovery average of 10 months. So John, the key to this possible rebound beyond you know the timely containment, containment of COVID-19 which is very important, will be investor confidence in recovery. And, you know, obviously we've got to wait for businesses to get reopened and see what happens and, and you know, see the reportings from the earlier part of the year and the impact on all of those businesses. So we think the chances are good that 2020 ends up being closer to the middle of things as opposed to the far end one way or the other being down a lot or being up a lot. But we're going to stay on top of this, keep a watch on it for you as we always do. That is the fastest four minutes in investing. The Get Ready for the Future show continues in just a moment. There are only three things you can count on in life, death, taxes, and the Get Ready for the Future show on Saturdays. Back with more after this break. Education-driven, strategy-based, team-delivered. That's how we roll on the Get Ready for the Future show, and we're back for more. Welcome back to the Get Ready for the Future show. We are pleased in this segment to be joined by U.S. Representative French Hill from Arkansas's 2nd District, joining us uh, from his social distancing camp inside his home in Little Rock. Uh, good morning to you, sir, and, and thank you so much for joining us. 
Hey, glad to be with you. Thanks for the invite. Our pleasure. Well, we are going to, in this segment, our goal is to go inside the CARES Act and, and really where we are now, how it's working. So I think just generally a uh, good place to jump off here, Congressman, is really just give us your thoughts on how the implementation of the CARES Act has gone so far for Arkansans. Well, there are a lot of moving parts. You've got the unemployment compensation system, which for the first time the federal government government is including sole proprietors, self-employed people, independent contractors. So the system's not set up for that. So listeners are going to have a real problem with uh, that for about two weeks until Mike Preston and the state of Arkansas get that portal aspect of the unemployment compensation system up and running for those self-employed people. For everybody else, it's just a jam because of the immense demand, unfortunately, for that. So that's a key point. Unemployment compensation is enhanced up to an additional $600 per week, and that goes through July 31st. This week, as we record this, the tax rebate checks are going to come out to individual households, $1,200 per adults, $500 per dependent child. Uh, if you have a direct deposit relationship with the federal government now, that's how you'll get uh, that uh, tax rebate. If you don't, they've stood up a web portal uh, that you can give them direct deposit information to. Uh, the PPP program, very critical for small business. That rolled out half a million loans and uh, $200 billion has been, I mean, 800,000 loans as of this morning and almost $200 billion applied for in that first week. Congressman, speaking of the Paycheck Protection Program, there's been some confusion among bankers in Arkansas about how to get those loans closed and funded. Uh, what's the status of that issue, and what's being done to make that a little bit smoother? Well, this program started on April 3rd, $349 billion distributed through all 5,000 community banks and credit unions. and. Uh, so to get that much out in one week is amazing. Uh, banks were concerned, I think, initially, could they close these loans on their internal loan forms? And the answer is yes. They got that word last week. And there was some uploading challenges on the ETRAN SBA system. But that improved as well. You've got 4,500 banks using that system now, Thirty over 30,000 lenders approved in six days. So it's, it was a massive undertaking. Uh, but it had some glitches, but it is functioning now. Congressman, let's stick with the uh, the Paycheck uh, Protection Program topic for just a moment. Uh, there are a lot of people who have concerns that in the end, when all is said and done, that this will actually not be forgivable or will not be forgivable to the extent that they uh, have said that it would be. What are your thoughts? Uh, we, we have actually, just so you know, we've actually used some of the same terminology. I saw you say, in essence, it's like a grant, you know, to the extent that it's forgivable. But what would you say to the listeners? out there to maybe alleviate some of their fears about that? Well, uh, first, the government has urged people to rehire people or keep people on the payroll. So their plan is when you apply for one of these loans, 75% of the proceeds of the loan needs to go to that purpose, payroll protection. So either bringing people back or keeping people employed, 25% can be used for rent, utilities, insurance premiums, and the like. So if you want it forgiven, that's the ratio it needs to be in. Uh, the Treasury owes all of our banks the forgiveness form and forgiveness instructions, and so that'll be forthcoming. But that would be the key point I would make to small businesses when they prepare for one of these loans is to they've got to boost their keep their employment up and have that ratio of 75 25. And that should be that should be a good guideline for them. Congressman, the uh, ink had barely dried on all the signatures needed to pass this uh, CARES Act into law before there was talk beginning to generate over. Is this going to be enough? It was about a two trillion dollar package, as we understand. And where are we on that as far as do you believe personally um, that that more money, that another round of funding, either direct to taxpayers or liquidity for small businesses or both is going to be necessary? And, and what is the feeling in Congress right now on that? Well, when we put this together in early to mid-March, it's $2.2 trillion, but in the Main Street piece and the Fed piece, uh, through the Exchange Stabilization Fund, it can be levered up to $5 trillion. So you're talking about really 25% of U.S. GDP 
has been designed, voted on, and passed in about three weeks. It's pretty stunning, unprecedented. Mm -hmm. My personal view is we ought to wait and see how this works uh, first before we start passing uh, more bills for more money, with one modest exception, and that is Secretary Mnuchin and Mitch McConnell, the majority leader in the Senate, have attempted to propose $250 billion more for the PPP program through the SBA uh, because we're at uh, at the rate that's being applied for, we may run out of funds there by the end of this week or early next week. So I thought I would be willing to support that narrow proposal. But we have hundreds of billions of dollars for ag, for hospitals, for food security, for SNAP benefits that haven't even been distributed yet. So let's get that money out. And as this virus crests and begins to recede, we can assess in early May if we need something else that we've missed uh, in this period. Congressman, thinking a little bit more long term about the effect of all this, obviously this is, as you mentioned, unprecedented in our nation's history that we put this much liquidity on the table from the federal government. And there really wasn't any time even to talk about how we're going to pay for this. What are your thoughts about the long term uh, implications of all of this stimulus, all of this liquidity that uh, the federal government is making available? What does that say to us as far as the long term economy is concerned? Well, of course, we're not even I don't even refer to this as stimulus. I see that in the media. I think this is economic preservation money. Mm -hmm. You have a global pandemic. You have a overwhelming virus that's affected 180 countries and it's having uh, reaping havoc on global economies. So this is really an economic preservation effort. And when you look at the end of it, we will have the same debt to GDP level we had after World War II in the United States. So this will have long standing uh, economic ramifications for the world because all the developed world are ramping up this level of debt. Uh, the only silver lining in that is that interest rates are at historic lows and that reduces the burden of that debt service. But I'm very concerned about it. Also would argue that a big chunk of that 2.2 trillion, you know, uh, is, is a hard loan to be repaid. It's not a grant. It's not money that we're just sending into the unemployment system. So, uh, but it's, it's hard to do if you're a fiscal conservative. It's hard to see the ramifications of this. It's, it's, it's uh, as I say, unprecedented and very concerning. But I don't know that we had a lot of choice. Yeah, we, we would agree with that and certainly understand there wasn't much choice in this situation. I, Congressman, at this point, what are your priorities as it relates to the pandemic? Well, implementation, number one, getting the unemployment system up and running properly here in the state of Arkansas is a priority for Governor Hutchison, making sure that the PPP loans are continuing to flow. But two key points, we need to make sure our community banks have a liquidity opportunity on those loans so that they can sell them back into the secondary market or sell them back to Treasury, or they're in fact forgiven timely by the SBA. Uh, so implementation is, I think, the most important thing. On the health side, to make sure that all this funding that we have for our hospitals and our first responders, that that money is distributed effectively, $30 billion dollars went out on late Friday afternoon by direct deposits to Medicare providers. $326 million of that came to the Arkansas. I'm going to ask you, uh, as we start to wind up our time here, to maybe uh, mention a little bit more abstractly in this question, and I understand that, but when you see the way the uh, governor of Texas and some other governors are starting to talk, and the, and the president as well, when we start thinking about when are we going to reopen, when will we be able to go back to work and how is that going to look what is congress's role in that and what are your personal opinions on that if you have some i think congress's role is in just uh, the voice of the american people to provide those views from uh, 435 congressmen 100 senators into that conversation i think our businesses uh, and our churches and all walks of life need to participate in that and you can look in europe and see what's happening in european countries now as they go back to work Manufacturing, people who make something seems to be in Europe starting up first. People are going back to the plant. They're using CDC kind of standards uh, in their plants, but they're going back to work. I think the big challenge for Americans will be uh, how do we, how are we going to assemble in groups and how is that going to start up? 
So the president's asking for views from uh, the business sector, the professional sports sector. You've seen him doing these calls. He's getting a lot of feedback and the feedback of Americans are important. And I think Congress plays a role in feeding that information up into the president's thought process. Congressman, as we wrap up, I wanted to to ask about the uh, you mentioned that there you would support more money going to the Paycheck Protection Program. What does that look like in terms of timing? I know that uh, Congress is in recess for the uh, Easter holiday right now. Uh, Should we expect some movement on that? Well, last Thursday, uh, Mitch McConnell made the motion on the on the Senate floor for unanimous consent for $250 billion, and it was blocked by Chuck Schumer, the minority leader in the Senate, claiming he wanted more spending on other priorities. So I suspect this week that that will commence again. I think Senator McConnell will try to get that money passed this week by unanimous consent. Well, Congressman Hill, uh, we have less than a minute here, so I want to just uh, wrap up by, uh, again, thanking you for joining us on the Get Ready for the Future show. I know you told us before we started uh, recording that you're doing how, how, how many of these interviews every day? Uh, I am in front of this uh, Zoom camera or on the phone from uh, 8 in the morning till 8.30 at night. Uh, I just hung up with the ambassador of the United States to Israel going over the Israeli peace plan, so... Actually, all of government is focused on uh, by remote webcast or by teleconference, just like everyone's business is. We're no different. (laughs) Well, that made us feel a lot more important that you took time for us uh, on our radio program today. Again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for the work you're doing for our Kansans. And uh, we, we appreciate your time. Best wishes. That's Congressman French Hill on the Get Ready for the Future show talking about the CARES Act with us. And we're going to take a break and be right back after this if you want the answer ask the question email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name location and question and we'll answer it on the air we'll be back in just a moment do you have a burning question email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name location and question to get a response on the air from the gen wealth team now back to the get ready for the future show in response to everything that is going on uh, in the world and here in Arkansas, he, uh, we at here at GenWealth have decided to waive our financial planning fee for those of you 55 and older. Now, if you're a couple, only one of you needs to be 55 and older. And the reason being is that we know you're getting close to retirement. And if you don't have a financial plan that provides your, you a guide or a uh, plan to get there and then also continue through retirement, we know and believe how vital that can be to the success of your retirement, the outcome you are looking for. So for that reason, we don't want the financial planning fee to stand in the way from anyone making those moves, taking those steps during this time. So through June 30th, we are waiving what is, as Janet mentioned in the first segment of this program, about an average of a $1,000 value. We're waiving that fee so that we can build a financial plan for you. So what does that mean? You know, we, we really ought to lay that out because yeah. if you don't have a financial plan, you may not know what it is you don't know. That's right. Uh, a vast majority of people go into retirement without having a written plan, as we like to say, on paper, on purpose, that charts out the entire process. We call it the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. And so if you don't have that, then you are really just almost wandering in the wilderness and are really going to be kind of tossed from one side to the other, depending upon what the market does or what the economy does, instead of having a plan to actually provide the guaranteed income that you need to have to cover your base level expenses in retirement. And then, for instance, if you look forward beyond base-level expenses, Janet, understanding how you can adjust your income for inflation as time goes on and also be able to do some of the fun things that you have longed to do in retirement and that you will probably long to do even more after you come out of quarantine, right? Yes, absolutely. So I know that there are a lot of people out there listening who are thinking, well, I'm probably good on this. You know, I've got my 401k, et cetera. Here's the question. Do you have a document that on that document it shows 
shows you in year one of retirement, here's how much income I will have per month, and here are the sources from which that income will come. And here's what I'll have in year five, year 10, etc. throughout retirement. If you don't have something like that, you don't have a written retirement plan. That's what we're talking about offering for you. And in times like we're living in right now, People seek certainty, I think, above and beyond really very much else. They're wanting to be secure and certain about what they can be secure and certain about. And this is one of those things that you can address. So all you need to do is give us a call, 501-653-7355, and we can set an appointment with you and someone on our advisor team to meet just you know through video so that you can walk through your situation. And again, for those of you who are age 55 and up, up, this is at no cost. We're waiving that normally around a thousand dollar cost. We're waiving that completely just because we believe it is critically important for people to get that plan in place on paper on purpose. And Janet, let's be clear just because you have investments doesn't mean you have a plan. Right. If if I said to you, show me your plan and you go get your statements from wherever your money is invested in and say, This is my plan. You don't have a plan. You have a bundle of investments. You don't have a strategy. It's really not about what the market does. It's really not about what uh, the level of income that, that you have is the, the key here. It is about your income because really cash flow is king in retirement, Scott. And if you're going to be focused on anything, you should be focused not necessarily on how much money you used to have before the market went down. It should be all about the cash flow that you need to have to provide the essential income that you need in retirement. Yeah, if you have a collection of investments without a plan, then how did you create that investment strategy? I think that's a question you should ask yourself because the plan for us at GenWealth, the plan dictates or creates the investment strategy. I think about a uh, client that I had a conversation with just over the weekend, actually. I was out for a walk. He lives in my neighborhood, and he came by and talked to me. And he was talking to me about he's retiring in uh, on July 1st of this year. And he came in to kind of reposition his assets in February, right before all mm -hmm. of this began. And he was telling me, he said, boy, am I glad that I made that move to make these assets more conservative ahead of retirement because of what happened yeah. in March. Now, he said something to me, you must have had a premonition. No, we didn't have a premonition. We did not know. I don't think anybody knew the severity of what was coming in March. But the, reality, you we did. But the reality is, is that when you get ready and get close to retirement and go through the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process, that's what's going to happen for every near right. retiree is to reposition some assets in a conservative investment strategy because those are the assets you're going to be using in the near term. And now, because that could be coming at any time, right. we don't know when the next pandemic or next upheaval in the market is going to happen. So that's how the plan plays a part in creating your investment strategy. I will say this, the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process was created for times like this mm -hmm. because you could look at it and go well you know those conservative investments didn't make as much money when the market was going through the roof we understood that we right. knew that we knew that we didn't know that a pandemic was coming but we knew a time was coming when we would have to implement this and that is so important as you think about the timing of your retirement Janet so Scott you talked about you know that this guy thought you had a premonition and and John you you affirmed that you know we we didn't we did not have that but this is the way we plan all the time. I want to talk for just a moment about a, a couple of people who the details, if you were to go back and, and run their run the numbers as though these people had retired in January of 68 and April of 1968, so only three months apart, what would that situation have looked like? All other scenarios, all the other details of the scenario are the same. This is the importance of having a plan. So let's call these guys James and Joe, okay? So James and Joe are 62. They each have $500,000 in their retirement accounts, and they have a withdrawal rate of 4.05%. James retires in January of 1968, and Joe retires in April of 1968. Their allocation is the same. The only difference is January compared to April. But here's what happens. Because of, imagine, a year like this year, okay, you could very easily say January of 2020 compared to April of 2020. We don't have the ability to look forward and know exactly what that difference would be, but it would be very comparable to this. So James 
retired in January, Joe in April. Here's the deal. James wound up at the end of retirement with a couple hundred thousand dollars. Joe ends retirement with almost a million dollars more. Okay, let that soak in. The only difference between the two of them was three months difference in when they retired. Everything else is the same. So the question that I would be asking, if I didn't have the knowledge about financial planning that I do, if I were on your end getting ready for retirement, how do I avoid being the guy who only has a couple of hundred thousand dollars or worse yet, who actually runs out of money? How do I avoid doing that if it's a question of timing? The answer is it does not have to be a question of timing. That's right. You can retire at whatever point in time if your plan is prepared for this. This goes back to what Scott was saying a moment ago about this uh, this client who you know prepared for this in February before this storm hit. That client, it doesn't matter if he retired in January or in April, it doesn't matter. The plan is prepared for the storm. And if you don't have a plan in place, you've got to get one. If you're a decade or less out from retirement, it's time to do that. And I think also one of the fallouts of any type of situation like this is the fact that there are people who are going to just emotionally say, I can't retire without knowing whether they can right. retire or not. We saw that, Janet, in 2008, 2009. Frankly, uh, John, we've seen it even without a crisis. Yes. It, it is, there's this fundamental lack of belief in the ability to sustain yourself without a paycheck it, because you've never been able to really do that before. And, you know, we, we've had people who didn't retire and wound up dying while they were still working because they never took took the time to say, can I make this work? Is it okay? And I'm going to tell you, for many of you, you are at a point, even at the downturn, you are at a point where you can retire. I'll also tell you, we're very transparent about that. You either can or you can't, and we're going to be honest with you and show you those numbers. So I would say, don't sit around and wonder Go get an answer on yeah. paper, on purpose. And your can or your can't is dictated by your income, what yeah. income you need and want in retirement. So if we deliver a cannot answer, you mm-hmm. can adjust those income numbers. If you can live with less, you may still be able yeah. to retire, depending on an adjustment to those income numbers. I, I want to circle back really quickly before we have to take a break to the example of James and Joe, because when we talk about having a collection of investments not being a plan, that's what James and Joe had, a collection right. of investments. And it was an allocation uh, of 60% equities, 40% fixed income based on the indexes, S&P 500 being the, S- the uh, equity index there. And it was typical for what many retirees go into retirement with, a, a balanced, diversified portfolio that really doesn't have a clear picture of how or what you're going to sell to withdraw to produce income. And over time, that is not a plan, and it depends on when you retire as to whether it's going to work out, historically speaking. Let me just say this. If you were, you know, had a sinus infection, let's say, you could probably go to your general practitioner and he could treat that just fine. If you were having a cardiology problem, you would probably seek out a cardiologist, someone who is specialized in the dealing with the heart. At GenWealth, we specialize in dealing with retirement income planning. That is what we do as a profession. If your advisor does not specialize in creating a retirement income plan and then helping you to implement that plan, then you need to seek out professional help in that area. It's as simple as that. Give our office a call at 501-653-7355. We would love to sit down with you, go through all of the details of this, and of course we will do it with the proper social distancing things that are are in play, uh, mostly over video conference. We've got the capability of doing that. Just call our office. We'll get you all set up to do that, but do not go forward with a retirement situation without proper planning. I think it's also important, guys, to mention that going forward with creating that financial plan for you, which if you're 55 and older is absolutely complimentary now, no cost to you through June 30th, 
does not mean that you are obligated to transfer any assets to GenWealth. Not necessarily right. so. Yes. Right. So that is a standalone plan for you. The decision would then be made once you receive that plan as to what you wanted to do to implement the plan. So there is no cost to doing this. Again, John mentioned the phone number, 501-653-7355. You can also reach out info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Time for our final break. We'll continue with our final segment on the Get Ready for the Future show right after this. We hope you'll stay with us. Don't miss a minute of the Get Ready for the Future show. Look for our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or visit getreadyforthefuture.com slash radio. We'll be right back. From the Gen Wealth Radio Network Studios, we're back with more of the Get Ready for the Future show. Streaming on Facebook Live and on YouTube and heard all over the state of Arkansas on radio. Welcome back for our final segment on the Get Ready for the Future show. My name is Scott Inman, Janet Walker, and John Shrewsbury with me around the Oval Table here at our headquarters in Bryant, Arkansas. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors has offices all across the state, though. Those offices, as we've mentioned many times during this uh, pandemic are closed uh, for face-to-face meetings but when we do get back to normal and operate those offices we are located in west little rock hot springs el dorado bryant and also bozier city louisiana there is an advisor near you don't forget conway and con boy i did forget Conway. <laughs> you know we just opened the office about the time that this thing hit right yeah, so i haven't did. gotten into the habit of saying yes in conway as well we have an office but right now Our offices are in our advisors' homes, and we are video conferencing with our clients and with our potential new clients, and that's what we're talking a little bit about today. The offer to waive our financial planning fee, a value of an average of about $1,000 for those 55 and older, because we know you're getting close to retirement. That didn't change uh, with this pandemic. What did change was maybe your uh, feelings about whether you can. So the certainty that a financial plan can provide when it comes to a retirement income plan is vitally important. You can reach out to us at 501-653-7355. Again, it's 501-653-7355 or send us an email info at getreadyforthefuture.com. And if you're 55 and older or 55 or older, one member of your spouse, one member of your couple, rather, <laughs> one of the spouses uh, is 55 or older, we will give you a complimentary financial, create a complimentary financial plan for you walking through the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. So we talked in the last segment about one of the three big risks of uh, your retirement or to your retirement. We talk about them quite often on the show. That risk is timing risk. And we illustrated that uh, quite in-depthly of a a 60-40 portfolio of 60% equity and 40% fixed income, and then a withdrawal rate of about 4% over time. The success rate of that based on historical averages depends greatly on when you retire. So the timing risk is the when. So you need a financial plan that is an all-weather approach that takes that into account. There are two other big risks, longevity risk and inflation risk, that are uh, universal to all retirees, we believe. And that is where we kind of use a jumping off points into getting more particular with how we build the investment strategy surrounding your retirement income plan, John? I think it's really important that you realize, first of all, that GenWealth is a, a company that has basic principles that we go by in terms of building a retirement plan. And that is that, first of all, we are education driven. Uh, we want you to understand what you have and why you have it. It's not good enough just to have investments. You need to understand why you have them, the role that they play in your overall plan, and the ability that they have to serve you in times like we're going through right now. Also, you have to have a plan that is strategy-based. And Janet, I think being a strategy-based means that you have to have a methodology that works regardless of whether the markets are going up or whether they're going down or whether they're flat or whatever the case may be. You've got to have that because you have to overcome those things that Scott was talking about, inflation risk and longevity risk. Yeah, if you've been a longtime listener to the Get Ready for the Future show, you have heard us talk about the crisis du jour. So the crisis of the day right now, it's coronavirus. But look at the years past 
and pick a year and it has its respective label. You know, even if it was a short term, something that you don't even remember right now, there were 10% dips just because the market happened to be down even in a positive year. So there was a crisis du jour. The strategy-based plan that we use is built to work with whatever the crisis du jour may be. It may be something like this that is going to have a longer-term impact on you know, the equity t- type of investments. That's okay. The plan is built for that, and it is built for your income to still be able to increase, even during times like this, to be able to take care of inflation, because we know you know, absent where the gas prices are right now, generally speaking, prices go up, they don't go down. And when this turns around, that will also go up again. Scott, I, I failed to mention uh, one other aspect of, of a GenWealth uh, engagement is that we are team delivered. When you think about what that means, that means that your plan is not dependent upon what's happening with a particular mm-hmm. advisor. Although you build a relationship with an advisor as your lead advisor, you want to be in a situation where if that advisor is sick, or is on vacation, or whatever the case may be, or heaven forbid is not here anymore, then your plan doesn't have to be you know, scrapped and started over because you are dealing with a different person. You wanna have that team approach where everybody, so to speak, sings from the same hymn book. Mm-hmm. You've got to be sure that you have continuity of your plan uh, from an advice standpoint, else you're just bouncing from one strategy to the other, and that doesn't make any sense. But all of that is the gen wealth difference, Scott, that we are team-delivered, strategy-based, and education-driven. And and clearly, that is the difference between working with gen wealth and working with someone that's going to sell you something like a bunch of products. So let's talk about that strategy Uh, when we talk about addressing those risks. We mentioned the longevity risk. What that basically is, is we don't know how long we're going to live. We know in survey after survey, the biggest fear that retirees have is running out of money. And the reality is that is partially there as a fear because we don't know when we're going to pass away. I've told people many times, I can build you a pretty darn good retirement plan if you tell me the day you're going to pass away. But we don't (laughs) know that. So the plan has to be uh, continual. It has to continue to operate for however long you do wind up living. And that starts with creating a foundation. We talk about a retirement income plan being like building a house. Your foundation is your most important part. It's the most important part to that house because nothing else matters if we don't get that right. The same is true for your retirement income plan or your retirement income house, if you will. We have to lay that firm foundation, and that firm foundation is an income source that is not going to be variable and is not going to be terminal. You want to be sure that that income that you have to have to cover your required expenses is coming to you on a guaranteed basis. And then beyond that, you want to be able to supplement that income because we don't just want that basic level of income covered. We want to be able to do some fun things, especially when we're able to, you know, get past the social distancing time of life that we're in right now. So, when you put your when you put this plan together, what you're looking at for the desired income is different buckets of money to cover different periods of time. So if your first bucket is not exposed to equities, then you're you're not going to get a tremendous amount of growth when the economy is just on fire. But you're also not going to get a tremendous downturn when the when the market looks bad. Then if you go you know to the more middle income period, that's where you're going to use the money in the, in 10 to 15 years into retirement. That's going to be more moderately invested. And for those who are scared of equities, especially right now, that's money you're not going to use for a decade and a half. And I want you to think about even as bad as you feel like things are right now, it was worse in 2008. The market was worse in 2008 than the worst that we've seen so far this year. But yet here we are, the low point was actually in March of 2009. And so here we are 11 years later, and even after the downturn that we've had, it's like 2008 never happened. So let this soak in. That equity bucket is money we're not going to use for a decade and a half. If we have a decade and a half before you need to withdraw from that, then we've taken, guys, this sequence of when you retire, we've taken that risk off the table because it doesn't matter if James retires in January or Joe retires in April. does not matter. They're not going to touch that equity bucket for a decade and a half. So it puts James and Joe really in the same situation. 
Let me also say that I know many of you are sitting here thinking, well, let's, uh, our, uh, I, I want to wait until things get better. Mm. And we don't know when they're going to get better. Or you're saying, well, maybe the market's going to go down again. I typically think that, that the market may retest the lows, but that's not necessarily what you need to do either. You don't need to find the bottom in order to have a financial plan. All of that is speculation and trying to time the market, which we know historically just does not work out. You need a plan to go forward regardless of what's happening in the market and regardless of what the situation may be on a day-to-day -day basis. You ever notice? Boy, you timed that very well. I was going to say the bell always rings when you're talking. I don't know what the. I don't know. <laughs> Casey has a vendetta against you. That I you, think he wants to shut me up. Right? <laughs> you actually timed that one great. But that is our bell, signifying it is time for our final thoughts as we wrap up here on today's program. And our our wrap up is back to where we started. We are recognizing the fact that during this time of uncertainty providing a little bit of certainty through a financial plan, a retirement income plan. The GenWealth Get Ready to Retire process can very much provide a little bit of certainty for your future retirement. So we are waiving our financial planning fee, which is a value of about $1,000 on average uh, to, to folks who are 55 and older. One of the spouses in a couple can be 55 or older, and we will waive that financial planning fee for you. What that means to you is, is that you can reach out to our office, either via the phone, 501-653-7355, or you can email us at info at getreadyforthefuture.com, and you'll speak to Anna Olive. Anna is our client introductory specialist. She will get some information from you and set a meeting with a GenWealth Financial Advisor. That will be the first appointment. We will talk to you about goals and things of that nature and income and take an inventory of where you are from an asset level and then create the plan for you and get back to you with a second appointment to present that plan. No cost to you if you're 55 and older. You can do that today. So we hope you'll take advantage of it. You guys have five seconds. If you want to know more about what we think about retirement and understand our philosophy, if you would contact us at info at getreadyforthefuture.com, we will get you a copy of the book, Your Retirement Should Be More. Yep. You've got plenty of time to read these days. So yeah. just email us for your copy, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Everybody's looking for a vaccine to coronavirus. We've got the antidote to fear, and it is a GenWealth financial plan. Put it down on paper, on purpose. You'll have a set track of how you're going to run your retirement. We thank you for listening and watching on our Facebook Live and YouTube. We'll see you again next week. The GenWealth financial team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 501-653-7355. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. GenWealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of GenWealth Financial Advisors, and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only.